regular maintenance and servicing is important to any machine with a lot of moving parts. And it's the same principle for our own health and indeed the health of any business. And so the three yearly independent review of performance is a thorough assessment of the health of the Wool Industries Research, Development and Marketing Body, Australian Wool Innovation or AWI. It's a top to bottom review of how well the organisation works for the people who fund it, Australian wool growers. Welcome to The Yarn, the number one wool industry podcast. I'm Marius Cumming. So this important assessment, this review of performance, helps wool growers to make up their decision as to how they wish to fund Australian wool innovation, and that occurs through Woolpole, the only organisation of this nature that has such a poll. So today we hear from the Chief Executive Officer of AWI, Stuart McCulloch, about where the organisation can further improve as he discusses the very latest review of performance. Kevin Wilde spoke with him. Well, look, they're never perfect, these um, things. They're never clean bills of health for for the company. We always expect um, to see areas where we can improve. That's that's very natural. This is, in my time here, this is my seventh um, review of performance. So, um, and they they make those recommendations and, you know, pretty much all the time we adopt every one of them and um, they work to improve the company and, you know, that, that, that's where we're at at the moment. So there are areas for improvement. We know that. Um, but in saying that, um, there are many areas there where, um, you know, they've been complementary. In particular, a highlight for me was the research and development marketing collaboration. I mean, they're the things that we're entrusted to do by wool growers. They're the things that we, you know, they want us to do. And... Um, so to have a, um, uh, a, you know, a big tick against those is, is, is pleasing. So every three years there is a, a review of performance um, for those of us who are parents, not everyone's a parent, but everyone's gone through school. It is like a three-yearly uh, three report card, um, but the focus is also about making sure that you get better. Absolutely. Um, you know, there are things there that uh, Essentia uh, found that were really interesting to us. And, um, you know, we, we work with them. We develop this. It's part of our statutory funding agreement with the government. We work with the government to choose the consultant. We work with the government all the way through to um, um, form up this document. And, um, you know, there was interesting insights. So, you know, we're, we're quite pleased with it. So back in 2018, there was a 509-page report and there were 82 recommendations. This time it's 60 pages and 14 recommendations. So, you know, as you've said, you're, you're pleased with, uh, with that. Is that because there's, there's less that needs to be done or was there less looked at? Oh, no. Um, you know, these guys did a, a, a pretty deep dive into the company. We open our doors and open our books to uh, any uh, consulting firm that comes in to do this and they can um, dive to all sorts of levels and, and they did. So, um, you know, it's it's pleasing. It's I mean, in the, in the seven that I've experienced over my time at the company, um, you know, they're typically not 500 pages long. 
they're typically 60 pages long. So this is probably um, back to something that looks reasonable and normal. Um, so, um, yeah, look, the, the, they, uh, they had every, every form of access to the company and the personnel at the company um, to, to do their study. In terms of the, the report themselves, they, they break it down into sort of five, five, t five key areas, stakeholder engagement, research development and extension, collaboration, governance, additional governance, and then monitoring and evaluation. And then they, they come up with the score and there were, the, there were four marks of, you know, meeting and then another four marks of partly meeting. If we break it down a bit in terms of stakeholder engagement, partly meeting, but still needing to do more work there. Yeah, we can always improve there. Um, you know, that's an ongoing um, endeavour for the company to to work to improve um, stakeholder engagement. Um, we are always looking for new channels of um, communicating with them. I suppose one of those channels is the Wool Industry Consultative Panel. Um, and there was a concerning um, survey number uh, back from wool growers there that a, a lot of wool growers, 56%, don't know who represents them on that uh, wool industry consultative panel. That's um, a little a bit of a worry to us because we form up this group to communicate um, our messaging to their constituents or purported constituents and we form up this group to hear back from those constituents by way of those industry bodies um, to the company so um, you know we've got some work to do in in that particular area to try and prove uh, their their conduit their connection uh, with who they say they represent so in, in part, it's about the, the people who, who are involved in that WICP reminding wool growers, wherever they are, um, what role they, they play. It isn't just up to AWI to communicate to wool growers, it's also those other organisations. That's precisely the intent of the Wool Industry Consultative Panel is to hear from those constituents by way of their industry, their nominated industry body. The problem is uh, the survey found that the constituents don't know who their industry body is. So that's that's a worry to us. Um, anyway, uh, look, we, we've got to push on there and try and work out a way of expanding uh, that group, potentially um, having more meetings, you know, understanding uh, a little bit better how they communicate with those constituents that they say they represent. Now, the wool industry uh, uh, is wide and diverse and has a... Uh, uh, you know, it's a large, a large church to use uh, uh, an analogy. It's a matter of, of getting everybody inside, um, you know, the church or the cathedral to uh, to talk about the issues. Tears. Um, you know, we we, we have um, stakeholders uh, at every point of the supply chain, um, all the way through to the retail uh, and the and the merchandising of our product in the northern hemisphere. So. It's a very difficult job to, you know, because all those messages have to be, you know, a little different. Um, but, um, you know, wool growers, uh, we are constantly looking for ways to improve that. Turning to the, the, the second principle, as Accenture referred to it, which is research development and extension. And uh, in regard to both, 
meeting uh, the requirements there. As you mentioned previously, uh, particular praise for uh, work in the research area and also in regard to marketing. Yeah, that's pleasing. We know we have um, do our best in this area and um, certainly work very hard. The staff are under a sort of a difficult backdrop of COVID over the last 18 months is, has um, has performed well. So we're, we're pretty, pretty chuffed with that um, outcome. That, that doesn't mean that we, we don't strive to do better there. We, we always have. Um, but it's nice to have um, some um, ticks on the page. A tick also under collaboration, which you also mentioned. Uh, now, the report mentions over 200 collaborations in the last few years. Uh, subsequent to the report being compiled, uh, it's actually more than 200 last calendar year, and that's with other research and development companies uh, and also industry bodies. Yeah, that's a you know that's no surprise to me. All we do is collaborate. Um, we we are the funding body, <clears throat> and we're heavily reliant on other other groups to leverage our funds and to undertake work. So um, th th that was no surprise. It, it's I suppose it it vindicates you know we get that thrown at us a bit that we don't collaborate enough. And um, you know I did. Um, ask uh, Accenture to, to just dig a bit deeper with this, and they did. Uh, they, they went to a, a lower level of sort of understanding what we actually did do and who we did it with. And, um, you know, that was pleasing. They came back and said, you know what, uh, you, you, you've, you've met this one as well. So that's, that's nice to have. Another one fully being met is governance. Uh, uh, and, and, and that's and been that's something which some organisations have raised concerns about in the past. So you would be pleased with that, surely? <clears throat> oh, I know that from an operational point of view, the governance of the company is um, very, very good. Um, um, you know, it depends what what area of governance you want to delve into. I mean, we get those words thrown at us: governance and transparency and culture and. But, but, you know, to narrow it down, to put a pointy end on precisely what their concern is, um, is important to us. So, you know, we, we see governance across six different areas, you know, legislative, um, board, operational, um, wool grower, industry, um, you know, stakeholders. So... It's it's a it's a big broad area, and it was nice that they did go into all those areas and and look at what we did, and um, and again give us a give us a tick for that one. Uh, hardly meeting in regard to board in independence in terms of structures, and also uh, a recommendation to improve corporate strategy. What do you take from that? Look, I, I know that we work pretty closely with the board on on our strategic intent. Um, you know they're they're intimately involved with that from a very early stage. Uh, they've done some things uh, in that space over the last couple of years, which is which has improved that, uh, which has fed into our the beginning of the strategic um, uh, planning process, and um, and that kicks off actually this October with the board um, having a full strategy couple of days together to to go over and um, make sure that their 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 intent uh, feeds through that strategic plan so um, we have a new strategic planning uh, process happening 
right now. Uh, the, the new plan is due uh, end of June next year. In, in regard to organisational culture, that also is part meeting, but does acknowledge that there have been significant improvements since 2019, particularly in regard to, to board culture, uh, even if, uh, to quote the report, external perception lags behind the improvements. Uh, that was that was interesting to us uh, because the you know consultancy firm gets right under the hood of the business and um, and they, and also did a survey so the survey numbers sort of just didn't quite match up with what they were evidencing from a from that deep dive into the into the business and the last one monitoring and evaluation M and E partly meeting but clearly that that's that's one of the um, priority areas within the, the the company in terms of being able to to measure the benefits of what is done on behalf of bull growers oh absolutely we we are um you know heavily vested in m a that came out of the 2018 review of performance we, we recognized back then to the consultants ernst and young that we were probably a bit underdone in that area so we we put that on the table no surprises, they came back with some uh, reforms in that area and we've adopted them all. I think what you're seeing there is a bit of a function of, you know, that 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 we're two and a half years into, you know, the the more robust M and E of of the of the um, projects and the and the company, and I think in time that that will you know benefit us uh, by way of decision making, but but will also be complete. If you understand that, you know, if you, if you recognise that many of these projects go for five, six, seven years in some cases, um, so to get a, you know, good measurement on them uh, two years in is probably not a fair thing. So I think it was a, a bit of a timing issue that, that um, yep, we've embarked on the journey. Uh, yep, we are getting good measurement uh, and evaluation done and, um those uh, numbers that we get are clearly uh, reflected uh, in all our documents now, certainly our annual operating plan, our annual report um, reference back to those um, measurements that are being undertaken. And of course, reports like this always have a, a to-do list and there are quite a, a few recommendations. What's the formal process in terms of looking at those recommendations and then implementing them? Well, what we do now is, um, like we did in 2018, we have a, um, a, an ex a, a portal that wool growers can go to. It's rop.wool.com. Um, we will put all those recommendations up, and many of these recommendations have many components to them. So, um, and I can report that many of those components have already been ticked off. Um, there's things uh, surrounding me, for example, a 360 um review of, of my performance you know that's something that was undertaken in june and july by the board already so um there's there's many components there that we will go through one by one we'll work with the government uh we'll report back uh, by way of this uh, portal and other mechanisms of communicating with wool growers on how uh we are progressing with those um recommendations and and how we're ticking them off the page um and and that will be done in consultation with the government at their at their agreement so uh, a couple of interesting ones um, um i just wanted to highlight were including increasing sort of the mixed farming and next generation representation 
uh, at the WICP. That's obviously an interesting one. And then also delivering on the, the Wool 2030 report, which was released last year. Yeah, the, the, the I'll start with the 2030 industry plan. That's um, that had nine pillars attached to it. There will be complete nexus to our strategic planning uh, document um, and and referencing those pillars. Um, it's already in the annual operating plan that we did in uh, June, so it's working its way into you know our strategic intent uh, naturally. Uh, we don't see a difficulty with that. We don't see a problem in um, implementing that at all. So, yeah, look, that, that's, uh, that's that. What was the other one? Uh, the, other, the other one I mentioned was increased uh, mixed farming and next generation representation uh, in terms of hearing from wool growers. Yeah, hearing from wool growers and the mixed farming um, representation is something we're going to have to put a fair bit of thought into um based on those numbers uh, of 56% where wool growers don't know who represents them so we've got to get you know good clean information from those constituents that they say they represent uh, and we've got to get good information back to them about what AWI is doing if that if there's not that connection with the wool grower uh, then it begs the it begs the question as to you know whether they probably should have a seat at the table. I mean, we 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 go to this effort to get those messages back. We go to this effort to get that strategy for uh, fed up to us. So it's it's a it's a worry that one. Uh, it's a profound number. Uh, nearly sixty percent of wool growers don't know who represents them on those uh, industry um, panels. So uh, as a summary, um, pretty good, but still more work to do. And uh, there's always lots of work uh, to do in regard to, you know, maximising wool, uh, particularly Australian wool, as um, you know, the fibre of of choice around the world as a as a premium natural fibre. Uh, that's the big one. We've got some macro headwinds coming our way. I think uh, with regard coming out of post COVID, you know, with regard to the casualisation of the workforce, that's a big concern to us and something that will affect our fibre. Uh, we've got labelling laws uh, in in Europe uh, that don't particularly paint wool very in a very um, bright light, and um, you know we've got the normal high priority items like mulesing, uh, which is continues to be a high research priority. Some positive stuff happening there with um, fly strike vaccines, etc. So yeah, look, it it never ends. Um, we 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 know these um, reports. Uh, will come and uh, we know that there'll be things there that we've got to improve on and that's that's a normal part of our life so something that we've got to expect and and something that's quite helpful actually and if anyone wants to to read the 60 odd page report they just need to go to wool.com and it's right there on the on the front page by way of a link so there's um if people want to dive in further there's there's a way of doing it Stu, thanks so much for your time no problem at all. Stuart McCulloch, CEO of AWI, and thank you to Kevin Wild for that interview. As mentioned, the full review is up there at wool.com. Twitter, Facebook and Instagram are how we communicate through social media. From me, Marius Cumming, thanks for your company.